Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zare Jr. Um, tonight's going to be a little bit different. Ryan decided to sit out this one. He is working overtime, actually, during this whole uh, COVID-19 thing. Um, I took the day off of work because I was supposed to go up to Motorhead Madness and do some race directing, and that never happened, obviously. Everything's been canceled. So I figured we'd do a little bit of extra bonus episode this week. What I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be calling many people from the RC community. We have um, Andrew Mowry on deck, John Bolton, Zach Donathan in no particular order, uh, Nick Gabrielson, I'm going to try calling him. Plus, if there's enough time left, I might cold call some people on Facebook Messenger just to see what happens. You know, I won't record the initial conversation to see if they want to come on, but we'll see uh, if we can get some interesting people on. It's just a little bit of an experiment episode. It's going to be fun, I think. Um, everyone's at home right now doing basically nothing. It sucks. All the tracks are closed. Well, at least locally, I know in Omaha, they're allowing groups of 10 people to practice, which is cool. They have a big enough pit area to where you can keep everybody separated. Um, but locally, there is nothing going on. I mean, my stuff's ready to go. I'm about ready to start working on the speed run car again. Yeah, you know, I should do that. But what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to be wrenching on the Neighbor Kids B4.2 that I gave them. I would like to thank a lot of you for coming through. A lot of people offered me servos. Um, one guy got to me first. He sent me a speed controller and a servo, so I really appreciate that a lot. Um it hasn't come yet, but that is going to go to a very good home once it does get here. He is he, he doesn't know yet. I'm just going to have the kids go grab him, and I'm going to put the stuff in his car, and he's going to have a ready-to-run vehicle by the time he leaves here. I'm going to be sure of that. One thing, and, you know, you guys have done a lot for me, but one thing I am looking from you guys is I'm looking for... A cheap charger that won't start his house on fire. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of cheap chargers out there, but they malfunction. And that's the last kid. That's the last thing anyone needs, let alone this kid. So it obviously doesn't have to charge at a high amp. It just needs to charge a lipo reliably. If you guys have any suggestions, I'm all ears. So, that being said, yeah, I don't know, man. Thinking about making my first call here. I still got a couple minutes before I got to make my first call, actually. I'm going to be calling Zach Donathan first. Got about five, ten minutes before I call him. Real quick, though, um, I've been on a few more podcasts recently. I did the rant on the No Name RC podcast calling out companies who are um exploiting fear for sales basically that's yeah, kind of sickening if you want to hear that whole rant go listen to the no name rc podcast uh seth van dalen was on that episode episode number 66 
is a good episode. I recommend checking it out. Uh, Nick Wallet from Wally Builds is doing the call-in deal now, answering questions. It's a really good segment. Man, that's the thing. It's like Keenan talked to me daily for like a month wondering about this podcast stuff. And then he realized what I do is really minimum. And he's taken the little bit of information I've given him and he's ran with it. And now he has by far with a bullet the number one RC podcast right now. So kudos to him, man. He's really doing a good job with that. He, uh, Keenan is also doing vlogs now. I haven't watched one yet. I am really curious to see what they're like. Uh, I'd like to say I've been busy, but dude, I've just been... I don't know, man. I haven't been right. I've been panic eating. Um, I've gained 10 pounds in a week, which is terrible. Nobody should ever gain 10 pounds in a week. I'm missing the gym, no grappling. I've, ah, dude, life is just not good right now. I'm still contemplating on what, what I'm gonna do for a project, man. Um, do I get a new B six point two for myself, and then give Joe three one of my B six point ones, and update him out of the B five M? Do I get a couple of mini tees to race around the basement? That sounds like a real good time. Plus, they're doing something with the mini tees in Omaha. Or do I join a class that's been quietly exploding? Yeah, a little bit of an oxymoron there, but it's been quietly exploding in Region 7 Stadium Truck. I've been notice a lot, noticing a lot of people who have them, either the X-Ray or the Associated. There's a couple of Lozies out there, too. That's also an option. I don't know, man. I'm sitting here. It depends. So I'm going to wait it out another week. If the gym is closed for more than another week, I, I need to do something. I need... I, I have to do something. I'm losing my mind right now as a lot of you probably are but man I'll tell you what the kind of attitude I have is man I loved I could love to lay around the house for days on end until you tell me that I have to then all I want to do is leave that's all I want to do I want to go do anything else in the world so Right now, all I can do is um, give you guys a podcast and uh, try to create a little content. Um, I'm going to pause it right now. I'm going to give Zach Donathan a call and see if he's around. I know he's on the road, so I'm going to pause it and you won't even notice. All right, joining me on the podcast is Zach Donathan from Donathan RC. How's it going, Zach? Oh, it's going pretty good. How about yourself, Joe? Going a little bit stir crazy right now. Um, I'm not uh, sitting in the basement constantly. We're rent, just wrenching, trying to keep my mind off basically everything. So it sounds like you're on the road right now. Where are you headed to? Yeah, so uh, I'm on uh, on my way to visit family. Okay. Uh, we had kind of planned about 
this uh, us going up to visit uh, my family um, in northern Indiana. So I live in Louisville, which is in North Kentucky. So it's about a five-hour drive to, uh, to go visit them. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, so I was going to ask you, how many times have you um, rebuilt your gizmo since we've been all on quarantine? Oh, zero times. Really? I've been busy, I've been busy making charge leads. Well, that's really good. <laughs> I see yeah. I see that uh, Jason Supri just got a couple new ones from you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, he did. Yeah. Uh, those were those were good to make. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of guys get uh, charge products from us. Um, his were last week, I think. Okay, so what? Um, so I've noticed you have that um, new six S balance plug. Mm-hmm. Now, does that stay more solid in the balance port? Yeah. So that's the primary reason why we uh, brought that in. Um, it's an option for more stability on the charger side. So um, yep. sometimes, uh, depending on what you got going on, it's pretty easy to pull out the balance, um, just the three, the three pin balance uh, right. connector that goes into the charger. Yep. So the seven pin uh, connector, which can be used for any of the charge leads, uh, just has to be selected as an option. Right. Uh, for any of the balance charge leads, it can't be used for the Nikon ones because they don't have a balance lead in them. Uh, but yeah, so it's a lot more stable. Um, and we haven't had uh, guys pull them out when they're charging or anything like that. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to order some more because, I mean, you, you guys keep upgrading the cables. I'm loving it. It's, I mean, I, I haven't busted anything yet uh, I, I don't think i will bust anything but i i like having extra on hand so when people are like hey what are these cables like i just toss them a pair and be like here try them out that type of thing yeah well and it's kind of one of those things where we have um you know the the product is is really good um and it's our chargers are always you know, since we started DRC, they've been pretty good. Right. Now they're really good. But there's always that part of me that's like, well, it could be better here or here. Or it could be better this way. And so we're always um, working on making a better charge lead. And a lot of times it's just little things that we do in the background, um, like switching to a better heat shrink or uh, making a portion a little bit different on a specific part of the charge lead to try and um, make it more usable or better in, in certain ways. So we're always trying to keep up uh, updating the charge leads. Okay. So did you have any um, big race plans get canceled on you? No. Um the, the worst thing that's happened to me so far is uh, Costco has been out of these chips that I like um, for nachos. And uh, I think also I know. my haircut got uh, got canceled. So hey, uh, that's about it. That, that's not so bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my wife, she um, 
let's say, always overplans. And okay. my wife always overplans everything. So we already had a good stock of food and toilet paper and all that when this quarantine hit. And she's like, oh, who's a hoarder now type situation? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's always a bad thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just sitting here. Uh, we had one of the biggest on-road races in the country get canceled this weekend. I was going to um, race direct and maybe race, oh. a, maybe race a Euro truck, too. Um, somebody offered me a Euro truck, so I was going to try it out. Which, but Which race was this? Uh, the Minnesota State Champs, Motorhead Madness. Oh, yeah. At uh, Mowry's? No, no, no. Oh, it's at... That this was at a car show in Duluth. We usually get. Oh, a... oh yeah. Yeah, we usually get around a hundred and. Last year is a little light. There's like a hundred and forty entries, but before that, it was between a hundred and eighty to two hundred entries. Quite a bit. Yeah, it, it's a shame. It's a real boost for the Duluth club up there but you know there'll be other years hopefully yeah well uh, they postponed the canadian nats too and that's a that's a very large race it's like a 700 entry race is that the one that's in the mall um i believe so in canada yeah i want to go i've that one looks cool it's like in the middle of a mall um yeah i haven't been yeah, there's a little spot at the Mall of America that they, um, it's similar to how they hold the Canadian Nationals. Like, oh, you know, how much would this cost to hold a race here? At the time I had a hookup on everything. I think it was like something like fifteen to $20,000 a day. And I'm like, yeah, that's, Quite a bit. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Because you see people like, well, you see these um, um, dance teams and stuff like that rent these spots out for the entire day and do competitions and all that stuff. It's like, oh, it can't be that much. It's a lot more than you'd ever think. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, so, go ahead. What else has been going on with you? Anything good? No, I pulled out of the grappling tournament last week. Um, I didn't feel good about it just because. Um, so at that point, we were at stay in groups under 250 people. So they ran the youth classes first, which they always do. But the adults weren't allowed in the gym or to weigh in while the youth were grappling. So I went from having a five-hour rehydration window to a 45-minute rehydration window. So I decided to pull out. I mean, I've just been working and wrenching on stuff. It's, I don't know, man. I, you don't realize how much you miss stuff. So I, I've, I only, I, I've only worked out once this week. It's not a good situation. But hopefully, there, there's going to be some rogue jujitsu happening in a pole barn a couple miles, <laughs> a couple miles east of me. 
So we're going to be doing that on Monday with a select group of people. But, yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm just making random calls on Facebook. You were the first one, and if there's time between you or you and Maori, I'm probably going to make another one to see, just see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's kind of a weird situation we're in here. You know, people judge by their own merit, I guess. Yeah, it, it seems serious, but I've had friends that, uh, one of my main grappling partners, he goes, dude, I swear I had it in December. He was, I remember he was sick as hell for two weeks. And I still grappled with the guy, and he's, I, I didn't catch anything because we're fairly healthy people. So, yeah. So, I mean, the from what I've heard, the best way to prevent it is just to be a healthy person, eat well, and, and exercise. Oh, I've been eating like, com- stuff. yeah, I've been eating like complete garbage since we've been quarantined. I've gained 10, yeah, well, I've gained 10 pounds in a week, Zach. What? Are you just eating carbs? Yeah. <laughs> I, so, even though I ain't do the tournament, I still cut weight for it. Yeah. So that gives me extreme cravings. But usually that's capped off by the end of the weekend. Well, I went the entire week also. <laughs> so I I have to chill out now, I think. And hopefully, um, yeah. hopefully get back in the groove by the end of the weekend. So I'm built one one quick thing. This might I don't know if this is in your on road era, but I'm uh working on a touring car right now. I'm working on a TC three. I'm gonna make it into a speed run car. I'm front on some TC threes. Yeah, I have. We're, we're doing a speed run challenge locally in Minnesota, and I'm thinking I can get this thing up to. 125 miles an hour. I think that's a reasonable. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to try. It's Tim Smith did like 110, 115 with the TC4. He did that 10 years ago. So, yeah, I have every single part to rebuild this car literally 30 times over. So I'm going to take this thing and see how fast I can make her. That's going to be a project to try to. That's going to be a project to try to not spend any money during this whole thing. I'm trying right now not to buy uh, new vehicles. I have a bunch of vehicles I want right now that I just shouldn't buy. So So it's almost time. uh, I mean, I guess. But it seems like it's almost time. I guess it's like six months away, and we'll have another cloud of vehicles out. That is true. Um, so, how often does uh, Gizmo do vehicles? Um, about once a year. Uh, actually, here in a couple months, we'll probably have a, a release of a new updated car. 
I'm guessing. I, I haven't talked to Christian about this, so it's just speculation. But uh, all right, but you can really go ahead. Uh, so, I mean, this time last year in, in June, we uh, released the Gizmo Genesis mid motor. Okay. Uh, so the new kit it's probably going to have some upgraded parts on it that a lot of the, the uh, like the factory guys like myself uh, run regularly. Uh, it's probably some new features as well that we've been um, been testing. Okay, so am I going to send you my clay buggy sometime for you to try a little bit during the summer? Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe I'll make it out that way. Yeah. There's talk of trying to make it out to Island Speedway. That's in Iowa, correct? I'm not sure. I I think it's Iowa, man. They have a lot of indoor tracks. Uh, well, the thing is, our clay track, they're scraping all the clay out for the summer, and they're putting an AstroTurf. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's... it's I'm... We had an outdoor AstroTurf track, but they decided not to go ahead this summer because they need a new AstroTurf, and it's incredibly expensive. So Chris Martin from the 510 is scraping the clay out and putting in AstroTurf. I love it. It's a really nice in-between. It's a between-carpet-and-clay situation. Yeah, well, and clay, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of clay because of like the tire game you have to play. It's getting and it gets stupid. Expensive quick. It's getting stupid. Um, I'm only doing it for well, I'm doing it this year for sure. I'm going to finish out 2020, and if Omaha gets the Roar Nationals, I'm going to do it for 2021. But then I'm done. I'm just going to do carpet off road from here on out. Because carpet off road, you literally just slap the tires on the car. And then once it starts getting a little bit numb, you put SXT on the tires. It's very simple. Yeah, I mean, I uh, it's been a while since I've raced carpet off, but it was actual carpet. So we raced on the gray rug before the black rug. Yep. And this was with our uh, B4.2, uh, twos and threes. Yeah, yeah. Before the B5 even came out. So it's been a little. Are you there? Hello? We dropped him. Hold on. Let's try calling him back here. Going to end call and redial. This is going to be loud. There we go. I think I lost you there, Joe. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so, yeah, you are saying the last time you raced carpet was with the B4.2. I'll tell you what. I went from pretty close to that situation. To not running on any carpet until now, and the situation has greatly changed. It's now that we have purpose built vehicles, it's way better. Not only that, the tires have come uh, a fairly long way. Oh, that's also for sure. And if they're cool, they'll allow Gone Bananas racing foams. You can get a lot of runtime out of those, and the grip is there a hundred percent of the time. So, yeah, um, they weren't there when I was racing um, 
carpet, but we used to, so back when the T4 kind of was the platform for Associated. Yep. Uh, my dad used to glue up our own foam tires and he would do them for the whole track because um, everyone would just glue tires. So he would do it for like the hobby shop. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, but they always chunked. So that was like once you chunked the tire, you had to screw them down or you had to just live with it. And then the no. car never like felt right until the, you right. were like past the chunk. So I don't know if you've ever done option three to where in between races you walk out on the track and you find your chunk <laughs> and you glue it back in. And you glue it back in. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I, I, I do not miss those days. Because I was doing that about every other run with anything I had with foam tires. Those boards yeah, are sharp. I banana tires are, you don't have that problem. No, they don't have that problem. And they, they come, I don't know if they come true down enough. But people true them down, not small, but fairly small. But the wear on them is so good you get half of a season out of them. So, That's awesome. It is. All right, well, I'm going to let you fly here. I'm going to try to make a cold call between you and Andrew to see if I can uh, catch some people off guard, all right? Cool, man. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for the we'll, call. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, that was Zach Donathan from Donathan RC. He, um, he's the one who convinced me. He even really convinced me. He's the one who... Um, he's the one who who I decided to end my independent deal. I didn't, for a long time, I was against sponsorship. It's like, man, it's it's hard to commit to one product, but his stuff, his sensor wires, his charge leads, the inertia screws, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but everything he carries... I'm all for, so it's like, oh, heck yeah. So I'm going to pause it here. I'm going to try to make another cold call. We'll see what happens. All right, I'm back. Uh, between this call and Zach's call, I tried to cold call a couple people, and uh, <laughs> they're, they're not too into it right now, but uh, I had planned to call Andrew Mowry from MMR Racing, and he's on the line with us right now. How's it going right now, Andrew? It's going really well. Just, uh, you know, holding the fort down, trying to keep everything as sane as possible. Right, right. So uh, I'm curious. So you're a big fisherman. When yep. I, I, I'm wondering, the COVID doesn't really affect fishing, does it? I mean, it affects getting bait and whatnot, but it shouldn't affect actual fishing. No, um in fact, it's been hard. The river is open, so we can go to the river and fish almost any species, especially like uh, um, the border stuff between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah. But it's not all that warm out to be sitting on a lake. It will be in a couple weeks. So we get some. Yeah, we hit some of those mid 50s. We'll probably spend some time out there, and, you know, the wife and I can even get over six feet apart on the boat, so we won't even yeah. <laughs> have to. Yeah, be all that bad, but you know, yeah, it's about the only good thing we can see. So, before we started recording, you made a comment that this is the first time you've had two Fridays off in a row in like two decades. 
Yeah, that's probably about accurate. We've been running uh, Friday night racing since we were in MMR two. Or MMR, yeah, because we're in no, we're on three now. So since we're on MMR one, the first time we had a space, we were doing some uh, spec mini Z type uh, off road eighteen scale stuff on yeah. Friday nights. I was gonna say Friday nights was off road and Wednesday yep. was on road. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty much been that way. <laughs> yeah. Almost forever yeah just the scale got a little bigger yeah scale got a little bigger rent got a little bigger space got a little bigger yeah. things got a little bit cooler oh, got a little more sure. regular it's, it's all been fun i mean yeah we're racing small cars and big cars i think it's just in our blood to drive cars in some sort of competitive manner against each other so some of the best racing was wednesday night with the little 18 scale when we all had the same motor and the same battery we get like 30 of us out there. It was crazy. Uh, crazy fun. <laughs> it was. So, yeah. um, absolutely. Are you building any new kits or anything while this is going on? Or are you just, I, I know you're still busy with actual work, but. Yeah, no. Um, I'm kind of, we're kind of at the, you know, we were really ramped up to do our final on road of the year at the Canadian Nationals and. For the last week, I mean, my corporate side of work, before even we saw it locally, went into protective mode at least a week and a half earlier. So we had already seen a change there. And In the back of my head, I was really thinking that we probably weren't going to be going to Canada, depending on what happened. But we were still, you know, being hopeful that, you know, what has come and what we're seeing now wouldn't get here. But um, right. everything was prepped to that final on-road race of the year, you know, 800 entries it was gonna be crazy it's gonna be awesome just great racing oh, so we were all oh, all ready for that it just kind of fell apart so i was gonna say 800 entries is by far the biggest on-road race in the world yeah oh yeah every class was stacked with racers and they're sitting around a hundred entries per class it was gonna be pretty awesome it was gonna be pretty I and mean, last year was pretty awesome you and it, that race works differently than any other big race. Um, and it's kind of hard to explain because we don't get away with acting like that at most races. Because um, hmm. tech and cheating and all that discussion always happens. So we go to, you know, okay. Cleveland and we have a certain criteria. And all the races have their own criteria. So they kind of right. have their own magic in themselves. Um, you go to a, like a Roar Nationals and it's about everything's really stringent and it's on the rules. Snowbirds has certain rules that they feel that way about and then certain rules are a little softer and some things work a little different. Um, and then the Canadian Nats operates a lot like a soft club race. And really? Everybody seems okay with it. They still have some tech and they still do a lot of that. And some of it might be the so many Can-Am classes. It's just harder to cheat when they hand you the motor that makes it easier you just need to check <laughs> weight and voltage and ride height yeah so you know some of it comes from that um we had open motors in some of the classes last year though like usgt and stuff like that but you just didn't see the same level of drivers feeling wrong okay i think that's the easiest way to put it is because we as drivers and racers become our own problem when we start, you know, oh, you know, and not only the ones who are trying to push the rules, but the ones who are complaining about the rules being pushed, they kind of create their own animals, right? Well, I've been on every side of oh, yep. 
because I mean, you. I'm sure you've had a very very hot motor and then a very average motor and then same yep. with the battery and when you're sitting there with average equipment and a guy that you know you can compete with has a hot motor it feels like he's cheating it really does absolutely and yeah they blow your doors off in the straightaway and you're like what the hell yeah. they've got to be cheating right <laughs> and, and they're probably not there's just that much discrepancy but now with this can-am stuff i mean you you look at the qualifying for Can Am classes and everybody's within a couple of seconds throughout the entire main. Yes, it's incredibly close. I think even that like uh, Birds in Cleveland this year when we got to the top mains, the fast lap was within two or three tenths. That is, awesome. so it was like well, I'm slower because I screwed up a little bit because I'm going as fast as these guys are going in the beginning, the middle, and the end of the race. Right. <laughs> So, so it's so hard to argue. Um, it was one of the neat things this year that we did at the challenge. We um, we've got bought an oscilloscope and we're able to test for Blinky against beyond most other realms. And we've got a couple other things that we do. And I was able to say, okay, now at the end of the day, when someone says you're cheating, we've proved you're not. Yeah, you. you <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I would have heard if you would have found something. Oh yeah, yeah, we're pretty open. We don't mind sharing well, that <laughs> oh, yeah. i'll tell you what when somebody cheats i get a pm saying you didn't hear it from me but blah 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 happened <laughs> of course everybody loves to tell each other right oh yeah it, it's uh it's <laughs> awesome uh, but i mean yep. i heard nothing from the challenge which is great it's i mean people are kind of chilling out and just getting their vehicles fast um, Scott Jakes just came out with the rubber tire and I was curious, yep. are you, um, considering that for your GT 12 class for your 2020 to 2021 season? Oh, absolutely. Most of our GT racers who are regular have driven those tires. So mm -hmm. we've been passing them around the shop for since November. Um, production tires are in country mountings going on. Of course, we're at a point in the entire where it doesn't actually matter because nobody can actually go together to race them. Yeah. But uh, we are, Scott is, I should say, very close to having production product that people can buy. And we would, we have sets of tires that I'd hand, we just hand them to rent. Hey, you want to try this out? You're going to be a little slower than everybody else. You get a feel for that, let them know. And they would run them all night. Usually three quarters of a second, half a second, depends on the driver, how far off everybody else they were. Okay. Um, the tires never fell off, though. They would go four, five, six weeks. Um, that's just being really handed good. out. Yeah, it's really good that they're getting that much runtime. Yeah, club racing, especially. I mean, we spend so much money trying to go fast, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, and, and if we can take one of those elements, and I mean, the cost of the sport is the cost of the sport. Yeah. You know, we're all racers. We spend the money. We're gonna if you let us spend the money, we're gonna spend more. But we had the opportunity to control some spending. That's one more guy who maybe will go, you know what, I can afford to go in and give my twenty dollar race fee and race tonight because I don't need to spend forty five dollars on tires. And that is good. You know, for, yeah. for for me the money side hurts, but what really hurts is the time the time it takes to like there's not so much time with the on-road stuff but with clay 
I don't know if you've raced clay lately, but what, oh, it, yeah. what it's become is ridiculous because you have to spend time punching out the foams, and then you glue the tire up, and then you put it on the foam breaker, and then you grind them, and then you sauce them, you heat them, and you sauce them. Yep. That's yeah. it's It's much. incredible. And this is all things we've done to figure out to go faster, but it adds so much time to the racing. I mean, you could spend two days prepping your tires to go one night of club racing. Yeah, and that's what sucks, which um, this might be my last season of clay off-road. and might not be. Um, it depends. Omaha's talking about the Nationals in 2021. They're going to put a bid in. So if yep. they, they put a bid in, I'll do clay one more year. But other than that, I'm switching my schedule around to race at your place on a Friday night instead because i'm because well i mean you race carpet off-road once the tires get a little numb you put a little sxt on and bam they're back there's no real prep if you want to get a little crazy you can put a little bit of glue on the front beat of your on the beat of your front tire yeah the about the only thing we're seeing is as the tire wears more sauce and as if you have too much edge a little ca much like an on-road car yeah. Um, the uh, I was really unsure how we go we we took the Astra out of the equation because it does add some nice off road temperament to the track, um, but it's it's been all right. Um, I think tire wear went down, so anything we lost in some of the variety of the drive, I think, was the easiest way to put it. Because I like I like keeping the, it as variety as possible, so you don't get into a stale drive for the car um the it it's come out pretty well it hasn't been horrible that's for sure yeah i i hate to say it but so since you moved to your new spot i've been on my jujitsu schedule which is the same schedule as what you run right but i'm getting a little older so i'm trying to what i'm going to try to do is double up my classes monday through wednesday so i have friday sure. off yep so i want to come race on fridays pretty bad i i really do cuz it's <laughs> uh, it sounds yep. like well it, it when i did race fridays it was always a place to be i yep. was just always aggravated because we were just getting into the mid motor cars. It's like when the B five M came out and stuff like that. And it was almost good, but it was pretty frustrating. I'll, the new line of associated and Losey vehicles, all that stuff, they have it pretty well figured out and the frustrations basically gone. Now you just got to put the car down and drive it. And yeah, it's, I the like cars it. today are really incredible for that too. I think in all forms, whether it's on, dirt clay astro carpet they are all doing exceptional from the x-rays to the associated to the low c's they've you know and even some of the schumacher stone in there right it's not as it's a little i want to say it's a little softer drive so it tends to not favor some of the tracks we build because we tend to build more driver orientated i don't even know if driver is the right word but more technical tracks and that car's a little longer, so it's a little lazy, which makes it easier, but not always as aggressive in the corner. But right. Well, I can't believe how many guys come and go, and they just walk in with cars, they put them down, and they are on speed because the cars all work good. Right. Um, 
What uh, what vehicles are you running these days? For off road, I'm currently running uh, the current CLR. Okay, I've been running that for well. They did the Elite, which is really it's just a conversion, and we put those parts on. But I, I've been running that car since it came out. So um, that's the five zero, I think, right? Yeah, that came out yeah. last year, I believe. Yep, yep. I'm running that. Um, and I mean, I'll drive the other cars because we have a lot of cars that come to the shop. I drive everybody's cars, but they're sure. all they have a little nuance, but they're all good. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. fastest guys we have X Ray Associated and Losi all up there every single week. So For I sure. don't see any speed difference. You know, maybe a little bit here or there on the track, but they're all equally competing at the end of the day for the race. Right. Um, what are you running for on-road now? Are you still with Speed Merchant? Speed Merchant 12 scale, Destiny USGT. Nice. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, la- and again, last time I was at MMR, you were still messing around with the Awesomatics. Yep, Awesomatics was always a great car. Really quick through the corners, handled really, really well. The um, biggest problem with the Awesomatics car with me, especially because I'm always involved in especially when we're in the shop running the race program, my time is always split to like three to five minute intervals. And that was a car. If you just hit it right, you needed a good 45 minutes to an hour and a half of attention to get it back to where it needed to be. Um, I just don't have that. No, for sure. Not. Yeah. It sounds rough. Um, so when are you planning on reopening the shop? Are you going to wait till the 27th and see where everything's at? Well, there's no, I'm just going to say, there's no way we are going to be racing in the next 25 to 30 days. Unless someone's blind, stupid, or still believing this isn't real. Um, I would never, ever risk the lives of my friends, family, and patrons. I, I still look at Tony Bacon and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, no. (laughs) No, you know, you're right. You're right. I'm like, you know, you can just look at the what's going on in Italy, which is the worst we're seeing right now, right? Yeah. And hundreds are dying. And how selfish is it for us to say, because really, if we open the track, we are, we're all going to race again. We're all, all going to pick, pick up an RC car. We're all going to go to the track. Right. It's just going to be another race. It'll be fun. Don't get me wrong. Everyone's fun, but it's just another race. Yep. So as a track owner, the only thing we get out of opening the door is money for us. And that is the most selfish thing to do when we're risking other people's lives. I just, it just, I, I was, it was really a hard decision to close because I know how much money we shut off and how much we're not going to get in, how much utilities still exist. But on the other side of the story, I couldn't find any justification that made leaving the doors open. So I don't think we're back for 30 or 40 days. I don't think the economy's. I mean, we're all screwed in this part. Hopefully, we can just pull out of this and we can all find jobs and keep working forward. But what a mess. It um, is. So I don't see... I mean, maybe May. Um, okay. We'll open when it's safe to be with our friends and families and people outside and everybody can go to work and everybody can do things. Yep. Before that point, the last concern I have is when I can open our track and put us all together where we might be in danger. Okay. I I wish I had a better answer than no, that. You're you're right to be cautious. I mean, like to be fair, if you or I got this, we'd ninety nine percent be fine. 
it's our right. parents we're putting at risk. It's people with asthma, people with heart conditions are most vulnerable, you know? Absolutely. Yep. And we we can't and yeah we were talking like people at the jujitsu gym before we all got quarantined, we were talking that um there are people there that already had it. Possible? Possible. No. Yeah. The they, way the there's the way this contagion seems to be transferring. Yeah. I think if you had someone who actually had it, you'd all already be sick. That's true, but I mean they were like the exact symptoms, sick for two weeks, oh, dry cough, yeah. fever, all yeah. that. But it's also flu season. They could have just had the run of the mill flu. Yeah, flu season, the rhinovirus has been going around. That's the one that makes you gives you like the laryngitis. Okay, um, gives you a fever. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of racers who've been sick, um, like through the last weekend that we we're all in contact with, um, and all of them like just went through you know a couple day spell, so they don't know because they're not testing for you know the light symptom people, right? So they don't know if they're just sick or not sick. Um, yeah. And that's that's also hard to, you know, it's like, oh, oh, gosh, I hope they're really OK. And yeah. well, it's <laughs> we like, have the double fear now. Right. Yeah. They're they're shutting down schools probably until September because the kids are who's they're, they're going to be like the rats of the black plague. They're going to be carrying it to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, Molly, my wife, um, she's a teacher at the uh, um, high school and they shut down the Wednesday before kind of everything got really excited. Yeah. Um, their school board got together and said, you know, we're just going to go online. And they were already online teaching by this week where this week, the governor's just shut all the schools off for them. So they have a couple weeks off before they go back, but they don't think they'll go back. No, they don't think so. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, what do you do there too? Oh yeah. It's, it's hard, you know, especially you get to like, you know, special needs kids, um, high schools, families who don't have as much um, income or means to help their kids get online. Right. It, it's harsh. But so, also, um, we're we're all on a shared internet. All the people all of a sudden working from home on, like, a residential internet line. That's going to hurt things. Absolutely. But yeah. it's just one of those things we're all going to have to adjust. Like, uh, Joe 3, he has a IEP. He's severely ADHD. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so that computer is not the easiest thing for him then, or is it oh, some? It might work for him. It's hard to say, right? It, I, I hate it so much. I hate screen so much, Andrew. I, I hate yeah. it. He gets on a tablet, and he becomes a little psychopath. I hate it. I hate that. <laughs> uh, like, when he's at the track, he's running around playing with friends, all that crap racing his car and then he gets home and he it's it's like a drug he takes a like a one hour hit off that tablet and you try to take it from him and he flips out so at a certain point we just had to say no more tablet right right absolutely but, but what's weird is he doesn't get that way with the nintendo switch oh interesting yeah no okay. it's been a weird experiment with that kid <laughs> so yeah, well, he'll find his niche and then it'll, it'll be golden yeah for sure oh, all right yeah. um do you have uh any oh are you still um able to 
your Starbucks drive through is still open, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really not going there though because there's that's it's not a necessity, right? We can I can make coffee. <laughs> you just as sad the... as that can be, but the uh, you know it's it's just another opportunity for exposure. As much as I think the drive throughs and foods are as limited as possible, right, right. I, I it's not something I need to do, and you know we've had a couple of um, it's just it's hard, you know, even telling family members who come back into town in the past four or five days, Hey, you know, don't come over. Yeah. Wow. We're family. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And unfortunately you're a risk. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, do you just get a K cups or a good bag of coffee or. Yep. Yeah. Every time in the grocery store, buy another pound. That's what I've been doing. Also, it's, Man, uh, the grocery stores, like, after this podcast, I'm probably going to go because that's the only sane time to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cub and and Elk River will be open, and we got all the stuff that was hard to get already. Like, Beth is... Yep. Beth Beth prepares as it is, so even before this COVID stuff, we had plenty of toilet paper and paper towels and all that. Excellent. Costco. Well, I do believe I've been in the stores. Like I'm kind of much. A, I like to shop every day, so I go about every couple of days. Um, I'm not a big buy a lot thing, just because I don't like to plan that much, especially food. Um, but the stores have been restocking well, so I think everybody out there who is a little worried about that, that every day I've gone in because we have a buyer lease a block from the house, and okay. a cub two blocks of the way. They've been resupplying all the stores, so starting to see eggs again. Pretty cool. That's um, good. Yeah. stuff like that i think that'll kind of calm down i mean because how many eggs can we really eat i eat <laughs> nine a day nine a day i sound like jared now <laughs> well jared he's really into fitness too man and that's the best yeah. protein you can get yeah we went and bought rocks today because he's been uh doing strongman stuff so, yeah that um, that is awesome. with the gym being closed we went over to the boulder place and got 850 pounds of boulders that's so cool <laughs> I've I've been swinging. Do what you can do. Yeah, I I've been swinging a kettlebell and uh, we've been I've I've been hitting a tire with a sledgehammer and doing whatever I can myself. Yeah. But yeah, it is what it Perfect. is. So, yeah. all right, you got anything else for us? No, I just everybody keep wrenching. You know, there's a lot of opportunity to just look at what you have sitting there. Make sure it's square. It's good. I think all the parts supply houses are still shipping parts, so yeah, I'm, you can get that shock shaft that's dinged or that O-ring and, you know, kind of just clean your stuff up. You know, yeah. if you have the money and the time, which money might get tight for some here, maybe it's kit time, change all some stuff. Or if you're not, even, like, you can buy cases from most Speedos if they're cracked. You can right. fix up your stuff. Like You can do some little stuff that'll make your racing come in future here. Learn to paint bodies, maybe, you know, or new bodies. It's just some little stuff you can do that isn't really expensive. That's still time oriented that we don't normally spend, you know, cleaning bearings. Right. A lot of guys, especially off-road guys, we don't like to clean our bearings. We just replace them, but you know, (laughs) it's not a bad time to pull that tranny apart. That really sucks to take out and go through its bearings and find that one that's been taking two tenths a second and a half from me every day. Right. For sure. It's all with the, with with the mini truggy, you especially have to, cause that thing is, those bearings are not made to handle uh, the load from a stadium truck tire. Yeah. Especially with a little horsepower, a little four wheel drive in there, grind it in and get that side load on them. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm always going through that thing. But yeah, other than that, I mean, I got my, I, I had the day off because I was supposed to go up and announce Motorhead Madness and that never happened. So yeah. I sat and I wrenched, I got all my cars into one piece, but then it's like, shit, I'm going to have to work on this. <laughs> I'm going to have to work on this speed run car now, or yeah. I might order a stadium truck. We'll see. We'll see. Right, after. right. Well, I think Associated just released their new eight scales, didn't they? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm only club racing eight scale this year, Andrew. Because right, right. But I'm just talking as far as like stuff coming to market. They're yeah. still putting the new stuff out there. Oh, so I want to say I just saw a blurb else, on the new eight scale Associated on Facebook. Something else um, came out today too. I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, oh well, sure. Right now is the perfect time because we're also, <laughs> well, everybody's got captive audience for sure. Yeah. You know, and the other thing we can do is you can uh, get your buddy on the phone working on cars. Yeah. Facebook live them. You guys can watch each other work on cars. Maybe wear clothes, clothes. You know, depends on your buddy. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can get a little social aspect out there still out there. You know, we may not be able to race yet. I was thinking maybe we'd uh, turn live RC on and just like drive one car around the track for everybody to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the but, most views ever. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Right. Well, I uh, I appreciate your time, Andrew. Um, we're gonna Anytime. Have, yeah. I have to get to the next call here, so yeah, we'll All talk right. to you later. Good night. Take care, everybody. Take care, Joe, and be safe. Yeah, you too. We'll see you on the other side of this. Yeah, thanks for coming. All on. right, bye. You, you bet. Bye. All right, that was Andrew Mowry from MMR. Um. See, I tried calling Alec Hins during the break, but he didn't answer. Oh, there we go. There's his message. It says, says I missed your call. Um, I'm going to call. I'm going to try calling Alan Smith here. We got about seven, eight minutes before I got to call John Bolton. So I'm going to try to call Alan Smith real quick here and see if he's uh, ready to roll. All right, we're back. And on the line right now is... Alan Smith, Team Techno Driver. How's it going, Alan? I'm not too bad. How are you doing, Joe? Doing fairly well. Just sitting in the basement and trying. I mean, I'm all my 10th scale stuff is caught up with wrenching. I'm going to start working on the speed run car, maybe the A scale. Do anything I can do to try to not buy another kit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's sitting at home. Everybody's bored, looking on the internet. What can I buy? You know, um, a lot of teams I see are kind of posting, saying, you know, stay safe. You know, do do some wrenching. Right. Uh, try to stay home and do your thing. So. And then Team Associated came out with their new A scale buggy today, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I caught a little glimpse of that. I haven't heard too much about it. So it's um, it's the same damn thing. They they. <laughs> They changed the shock caps, and they changed the suspension arms to have stiffeners. I hate stiffeners, Alan. I okay. Hate okay. That's what wrecked the Mugen platform, in my opinion. I see. And then it comes with the truggy shock shafts and the taller rear tower, and I believe that's it. So I okay. could I could upgrade my car. I don't. I'm not a fan of the bladder shock caps myself. So you, emul- I, you do the emulsions usually build emulsion style. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that's just personal preference, but yeah. So is it a um, you know how much of a change is it from the old car? I mean, how Not much enough. is the? I mean, can you change it? 
I mean, can you buy the upgrade kit for that? Yeah, I, I could buy that upgrade kit for probably under 200 bucks. Okay, so it's not too bad then for the guys that want to upgrade. No, no. So um, what have you been doing for uh, racing this winter? I know you have a baby on the way. Yeah, yeah, the baby's due uh, very, very soon. Oh, man. Um, yeah, we're looking at, I think, 25 days till the due date. So we're looking at April 15th as the due date. But, right on. Um, it's your first kid, too, so it might go early. Yeah, yeah. So um, everything's new to me. I'm just kind of uh, trying to prepare myself. Um, you know, it's just something everybody does, so I know it's super common. Yeah, um, no, it's... That's kind of what I'm using to calm myself down a little bit is just, I, you know... I'll tell you this much. Take advice from your parents obviously and your wife's parents or girlfriends i forget if you guys are married yep but take advice but go with your feeling first right yeah i got feeling that's yeah because usually the best the best policy you're not feeling it yet but after you hold your kid for the first time you're gonna be overcome with a whole new you you'll feel a set of skills just kind of envelop you type situation <laughs> it's like oh i got this i know exactly what to do right right just you know instincts yeah did you have to take that uh shitty first time parents class at the hospital uh you know i lucked out with the covid um <laughs> that's all canceled so yeah we were planning to take a class about a two-hour class dude it's um, awful and yeah, so that that's that's now canceled. Um, you know, the other day, uh, actually yesterday, we had a doctor's appointment. Um, left work early to meet at the at the hospital. Um, walk in, and they got a table set up and nurse. They got like four nurses, two cops, um, also oh. there. Wow! And the nurses are standing behind the table, six feet, and asking you these questions. You know, do you have a fever? Have you been any? you know, by people who are sick. Have you traveled? Uh, if you're no to everything, they ask you to sanitize your hands and you put a sticker on and you're good to go. Well, see, here's the thing is I was waiting for my girlfriend to come in and she had to go through the same process. And me and her walked up the stairs to where the doctor's office was. Well, they had to come chase us down and say, Hey, you know, he can't come with you. Really? So I wasn't even able to go into the doctor with Danny um, you know, to you know, have our checkup, you know, pre the, the pre baby checkup. And, um, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, I actually had to just turn around and walk right out of the hospital. So that's, um, I'm so not allowed much. to come to any doctor's appointments. And the only time I can be there is when the baby's actually going to be born. Um, that's the only time I'm going to be allowed to go in. So kind yeah. of a bummer, kind of a really, uh, you know, bad timing, um, to have a baby and stuff right now. So, but yeah, I mean, people have been having kids in rough times since the beginning of time, basically. So, right. Yeah. Right. I'm sure, so, I'm sure. I mean, she survived the last RC flu you guys got, which was, yes, that kind of, you know, that pissed me <laughs> that off. Was a bad. Bit, that was bad. So, that was so, I was so sick. I haven't been sick like that since I can remember. Well, the thing is, the one guy passed around the flu through the whole track, but I've I've been in that guy's situation. Not exactly the same. I kind of quarantined myself. 
I want to say January of 2019 at the New Year's Rumble is a on-road race in Duluth. Okay. I get up, I go out to breakfast, I'm feeling fine. I sit in my pits, and as soon as I hit charge on my battery for a practice pack, it washed over me like the worst feeling in the world. It's like, oh, this is going to be an ordeal. And I remember yeah. making a post. I'm like, I would drive home right now, except I don't think I physically can. Yeah, sometimes it just hits you real hard. You know, you can. It's almost. Uh, it's so strong, you can just tell the instant that you're just change, and you're like, wow, really starting not to feel too good. Right, for sure. Um. So with the baby on the way and all that, what are your summer race plans for 2020? Uh, well, my 2020 plans are I still want to race the series. I hope to make it to uh, most of the races. Um, there is a wedding that's going to interfere with one of them. So that's um, a definite race. I won't be able to make it to Duluth, okay. which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, it's uh, my best friend's wedding. So. I will, uh, you know, I'm the best man in that wedding. And, yeah, uh, you have to go. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. You know, I'm, I'm totally stoked for it. So, um, so there's that. Um, but other than that, I hope to make it to, you know, uh, all the rest of them. Um, club racing may be kind of limited, um, but I still do want to try to get out, run some e-buggy, you know, at Sean's and Rick's and right uh, everywhere else, you know, as much as I can, you know, obviously I want to, put priorities first like you know the family and stuff but um my main goal is to make sure i make it to the series races so yeah but i do have both new techno cars built and uh pretty much ready to go i'm going to be doing more club racing with the uh a scale this year myself because i am announcing the mnrc races again I actually, yeah, I tuned in on the podcast this morning and I uh, was listening to your part. And that's some information I didn't know about, but that's, uh, I think that's going to be great. Well, Prasky needs to, uh, it seems like it's a pivotal part of him learning to fly and all that stuff. And I mean, you see the focus he put on racing back in the day. I'm sure he's yep. putting the same focus in his education. Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, when you're you know, trying to get into aviation, flying planes. It's, um, you know, that's an occupation that is 100% dead serious. You know, it's not something that's, um, you know, there's no leeway, <laughs> you know, in that type of a field. So right, focus right. is probably, sure. you know, number one aspect for him. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to uh, let you go. I got to make another call here that we had scheduled. Um, okay. I want to have you on for a full episode sometime in the near future, maybe before, hopefully before the kids here. If not, you know, I'll give you a few weeks after. You're going to learn here pretty quick. Yeah, so, man, we'll make it happen. The first two months, really nothing happens except for, you know, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night a couple times. Yeah, a lot of crying, pooping, and yeah, feeding, I'm not, guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad until the teething starts. That's where the hell yeah, is. Yeah, that's going to be rough. So we'll, we'll figure out something from there, all right? Sweet, man. I look forward to the next time, and um, it was good talking to you. All right. We'll talk to you later, Alan. All right. All right, See bye. Ya. 
All right, that was Techno Team Driver Alan Smith. Man, we've talked about him on the podcast before. He's one of those guys that dived in, dove in, jeez, dived in. What am I thinking? <laughs> he dove in with uh, both feet when he got into RC, man, and he used to come to the track on a club race. He'd run three to five classes, no exaggeration. But when he started honing it down to one or two, his driving skill really shot up and he became really fast. So, all right, we're going to give uh, John Bolton a call here. So I'm going to pause this and we'll give him a call. All right, we're back this time on the phone. We have John Bolton. How's it going, John? Going good. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Um so you haven't been on the podcast yet you've been a listener but you were a big part of the minnesota scene back in the early 2000s with uh, hobby zone was it that's correct i i ran the right the races there when they switched to the off-road Right, so tell us about that, because I, I never had the pleasure of running at Hobby Zone. I was always at TCHR Hobby Zone, because I live in Elk River, and Hobby Zone was always a little far for me. Yep, yep. Well, it uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, Dan, who owned Hobby Zone, he originally was a, a Hobby Town USA, and he had been running parking lot racing. And he had the opportunity to move to a different part of the mall, um, so which had a, a section for off-road. And we kind of talked him in, you know, that would be a good idea because there wasn't, you know, there was some other parking lot racing going on in Minnesota at the time. And there really wasn't a whole lot of uh, off-road racing going on, especially on south of the river. Um, so he uh, went through the process, moved his his business and he he dropped the uh um, franchise of uh, hobby town usa and became hobby zone yep and uh put the track in and he ran it for like the first year and then he wasn't that great at it and asked me if i'd do it and i chose to do it and built the track and that's how it got started that's cool yeah a lot of people man they think they can do it until they're in that driver's seat and Man, you're gonna either sink or swim really fast. Yep, it's it's a tough thing. You know, first off, you're trying to please a lot of people, and yeah. then you're dealing with dirt and weather and everything else. So it's oh, I you know, outdoor weather. tracks. So there's a lot more to it, as you know. Yeah, that's one of the biggest reasons why I shut down the Super Saturday Electric Series. Is I think we had four out of six races get at least a little bit of rain. And it's like, yeah, yeah we just yeah. can't. Yeah, it's just too much just with the weather alone. Um, so what yeah. have you been doing? I know you were down in Iowa for a little bit, and now you're back up in Minnesota. So Yeah, it's it's my life's been interesting. I've been back and forth a couple times. Um, went back down there. Um, gosh. Well, after, after Dan closed his business, it was actually my job at that time. They farmed our division out, so I was looking for a job and uh he was actually closing the store and becoming mail order um, okay. only at the time so you know the track was going away and then i got hired by uh, uh van wall power sports down in iowa so i went back to work down there 
And uh, so that's how I went up back in uh, the Des Moines area. And eventually I ended up working at Hobby Haven, and that, which is uh, kind of the, the big race place down there. Yep. And they, they had that one it, race every year that, man, it was huge. Oh, yeah. Yep. There were, that was the uh, uh, Hobby Zone uh, shootout over Labor Day weekend. Right. And it, it got it got it actually got to be out of control. It got to be so big that the mall because Hobby Zone's in kind of a strip mall area. Yep. And it it literally the entire um, Hobby Shop parking lot was nothing but easy up tents. The entire thing. Uh, I and so I remember seeing pictures. And it, it of was it crazy. I remember seeing and, pictures uh, of it and never being able to make it down just because. For whatever reason, I know my dad made it down once or twice, and he said it was yep, unreal. Yep. Yeah, it, and for and and for a, a pure volunteer, you know, worker race, it was pretty crazy. Yep. You know, it was, uh, and I, I, I got to help set it up. I never raced that race ever. Really, I always had to come up here to Minnesota to go to the Minnesota Fair. It was every weekend that, that 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 was the weekend we went to the fair. Okay. So it was a family tradition. So that's that's what I did. <laughs> and uh, then I'd go back down and and uh, sling some dirt a little bit. Yep. Kind of help with some things. So uh, uh, they're still but going. It was, it was a big deal. Yeah, they're still going down there right now. Um, don't they do oval or when they do do off road, they do fun little classes like they have a spec truggy class with the Lozy RTR vehicles. I think yep, it was those yep. guys down there. They do. Uh, they they still run. Um, they run oval. Oval got to be a pretty big thing down in the the Iowa area. It's um, getting big everywhere. And so they run. They, yeah, they run a Wednesday night. Um, they kind of they have an oval track and an off road track. They kind of split it up. You know, they got to do a little pipe moving around or something like that halfway through the event. But other than that, it works out pretty decent. Cool. Um, it can be hard to have both an off-road and oval at the same time, but they, they they're managing it pretty good. So, cool. Yeah. Um. So, what are you doing now for racing? Are you going to? I I know you've been out for a little bit, but are you planning to get back into it, or are well, you retired? Well, this this week I was actually planning to get back into it, but obviously that came to a screeching yeah. halt. Um. I had stopped uh, a week ago out to. Uh, um, oh, the indoor track that oh, I cannot think of the name of it. There's MMR and Dollar Hobbies. Dollar Hobby. Okay. And, uh, I stopped out there and, you know, they were showing me the new jumps and stuff like that, which I'd never seen the old jumps. So it was the old jumps are trash. I, I wouldn't, I, I've yeah, seen pictures of the, the new jumps and they look awesome in comparison. The old jumps were, it was like, the the transition is like hitting a brick wall with the um, carpet buggy because nowadays you run such a low ride height like you're running sure. four, fourteen millimeter on a two wheel and you're running like eleven on a four wheel. So you're just chassis slapping the jump. Oh yeah, basically bouncing over the top of it. Yeah, but they got it figured so, out yeah. now for sure. Yeah, the the jumps look like they had some you know natural lift to them and kind of a curved entrance to it. And, so it looked pretty decent, and right. obviously, you know, that didn't happen. Yeah, and uh, everything shut down. And yeah, uh, are you are you trying like right now? I'm trying not to order like a kit or anything dumb. Are you having the same issue? 
Um, actually, I'm I'm uh, I might go to Des Moines this weekend and pick up a kit. So, <laughs> <laughs> what what <laughs> are you thinking about the, getting? Probably get a uh, another B six D. Okay. Mostly for my son to race. So. Yeah, for sure. I've got everything everything for him to run except for the car. Yeah. So that's uh so my son it was the opposite. I got the car first and then everything for him to run, but now it's like so when he started the winter, let's say at the five ten, because it's just easy to go back there on live RC mm-hmm. for me to see his old results. So you know, the track's gotten faster or slower depending on the layout, but he's a sportsman, so his laps are always going to be about the same. He started out the winter doing 13 laps. Middle of the winter, he is at 15, and now he's at 17. So I think now maybe upgrade him, like maybe if I get a B6.2 of some kind and give him one of my B6.1s, which is yep. plenty fast for him. Maybe we'll do something like that because, yeah, the, I mean, I think he could now benefit from a new vehicle. Yeah, yep. Probably uh, entice him some more to even do better. Right, for get, sure. Get that brand new vehicle out there. But, man, he's, he, I'm, I'm trying to steer him away, but he really wants an FPV drone. Like uh, Johnny Shore chased him around Dollar Hobby like all race day with one, and he loved it. Yep. I so. I did some of that, not quite the FPV, but it, to me, I I just can't. It's I go to sleep after a while. It's just not that exciting to me. Um, it, it's it's got an initial thrill to it, but then it just kind of dies off after that. One of my really good friends from uh, the radio side of things, um, he has a DGI something four. And that thing... Probably a Phantom. Yeah. yeah, Phantom 4, and it's got the HD camera. And yeah, just flying around's boring, but if you yep. go somewhere with, like, scenic shots... Oh, we, yeah, it's great for that. Yeah. There's nothing better. We went to the Sherburn County Wildlife Refuge a couple falls ago and got really cool shots, and he, he even asked, he goes, he goes, I come out here all the time. Why are you getting these shots? And I never do because, like, an eagle flew right under us. And for a while, there's a swarm. The noise from that attracts bees. A lot of people don't know that. But for I see that. Yeah, for a shot, there's, like, ten bees flying around the thing. It was cool. And that That's the part I like. But, yeah, the FPV stuff... The FPV even seems fun, but the little mini whoops they have only last two to three minutes on a charge. Yeah. We'd have to get like 10 batteries for it to be fun, I think. I think so. I think you're correct. And we used to fly them around the store when I, I, I ended up working, you know, I worked at Hobby Haven for a while. Yeah. And we'd fly them around the store. So, it, I mean, it was fun to do, but then I bought one and then it's like the, the fun went away. I don't know why. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's one of those weird things. And I, I, I bought a couple of cheap ones so far, and it's like, well, this is the first time I've learned, hey, there's indoor drones and there's outdoor drones. I took an indoor one outside, and I've lost control over them. It sucks. Yeah, when you're when you're flying from the, the seat of the thing, it's easy to kind of get disoriented. And right. Not know where you're going. Sometimes up and down can go away, too. So For sure. So I've seen on your uh, Facebook page, your son is into mountain biking. Are you into mountain biking also? 
No, no, I, I keep wanting to get one, but my the last last July or not July, but January 9th, I tore my shoulder up at work and then I didn't get it operated on till June. So I was out for the summer with with uh, a bad shoulder, couldn't do anything. Yep. Okay. Uh, it, it last year was horrible. So yeah, but I'm fresh into it this year. I'm I I want to get a bike. He keeps telling me I'm too old, which I probably am, but nah, I still want to do it. You're you're too old to be competitive at anything, but you're never too old to like oh, ride trails. I'm too I'm too old to crash. Is what it is. <laughs> that that is too. And shoulders. I'll I'll tell you what. I'd rather blow a knee out than a shoulder because a shoulder is way more complicated. It's, yeah, they end up putting pins and sewing things back together it was oh. quite the deal so yeah that's one thing like when i'm doing grappling or anything like that anything with a shoulder lock i tap way early because i don't want anybody tearing my shoulder apart yeah it was i i can attest that it was no fun so okay don't so, want to do it again yeah yeah i'm i've been looking at bikes on bikes direct and i'm probably gonna get a roadie but i do want a mountain bike have you ever gone on yes. bikes direct? Yep, yep, we've looked at that. And uh, I mean, it, it, mountain biking is cool. I mean, it, I mean, I grew up around motocross, so I mean, it kind of fits that. Um, it's I like racing off road, you know, buggies and all that stuff. It fits. It fits what I like to do. Yeah. And uh, he got into it, and he immediately liked it. And then you know they have in Minnesota they have the, uh, the high school league. I think that's rad. And so, I mean, they had the the very last race of the years at at down in Mankato at the at the ski hill, which is okay. You know, you know if I did that, I'd die. But they make, <laughs> they, you know, they're riding up the ski hill and everything like that. Yeah. And it they had fifteen hundred riders. Oh, do do they all go at the same time or no? Is that's that's all the classes all together? Okay. It was a, it was a two day event. That's that's cool. So it, it's pretty cool. I mean, the high school league, I mean, it's pretty impressive when you, you show up and there's, you know, they got the different school districts have, you know, 10 by 20 easy ups with all the graphics on it from their high school. And I mean, it's, it's quite the, quite the deal. Yeah. Tracks are all lined with, uh, you know, sponsor stuff and they use a, uh, uh, electronic, you know, almost like a transponder system. It, it's it's different. It uses like a little coil wire in the in the number plate. Oh, and, nice! Uh, they uh, they pick up the laps every time. It's 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 a whole professional deal that they put on. So so I mean, this is probably a dumb question, but I've kind of wondered this: Do the schools provide the bikes, or can you buy something better for your kid? No, that... you, you you have to provide your own bike. Okay, and, so... he, and each each school does a little different. Like he goes to Eastview. Yep. And District 196 is all, it's more of a club. Okay. And it's not really, it's not really, it's not like football or baseball or something like that. It's, it's, you know, they, they, you can race, but you can be part of the team and, and just go to all the practices. Okay. Which down here, um, I live in Egan, which Lebanon Hills is like, like about a half a mile away from me. So there's a nice. You know, nice mountain bike park right next to us. Right. Um, know, they, they practice there. They practice at Buck Hill. Yeah. I, and, uh, I live about three miles from a really nice uh, trail in Elk River. It's, But, man, it, it's tough to put 
put out that kind of money for a good mountain bike because oh yeah i I can't i can't get another hobby oh yeah i know i'm gonna ride the road uh, bike for cardio and that's about it we first got him into it it's like one of these deals like is he gonna like it you know he says he is but you know with with kids you just never know yeah exactly so you don't want to pound the money into it and go well i don't like it right so i bought you know what i consider is expensive bike because you know i'm an old guy you know we spent like like 600 bucks on a just a specialized bike oh yeah he liked it (laughs) but he could in one year he completely destroyed the bike for sure um 600 bucks i mean that's good if you're gonna just leisurely do something with it but i mean Back in the late '90s to early 2000s, we were spending about 1,500 on BMX bikes. Yep, it's it's a way more spendy sport than a lot of people think. Like, oh yeah, when I was telling Beth, eh, I want a road bike. I don't need top of the line, but I want. She goes, oh, so what? You want $300? I'm like, no, nah, I want about a thousand. And she just about shit herself. Yeah, because yeah. it's I mean, like. You know, when you go to the bike shop, they got road bikes that are, you know, 11 grand. I know. know, and God, I look at I'm, I'm, I look at them, and it's like, I see where the money is. I get it. Yeah. A lot of people don't get it, but it's like, I get it. Well, I, I can see after the, the first year, I mean, we, we took his bike to the, the shop, and they're like, because we'll, uh, we'll give you a trade-in. Well, we took it there. They said, there is nothing left good on this thing. We can't <laughs> give you anything for it. That's... And literally, there is nothing left good on it. It's junk. Yeah, and that happens. Every every piece that could be bent is bent. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure. I mean, he's a kid, so I'm sure he wasn't the easiest on it, too. No, no, but he, I mean, he he was running downhill at uh, Lebanon Hills and went off this, you know, they don't have any big jumps there, but he went off what little jump they had, and he kind of landed sideways yep. and completely tacoed the front wheel. I mean, oh. just folded the thing in half. When you're learning and how to just... ride fast, you're going to destroy so much on a bicycle people wouldn't even think of. And I get it. I've tacoed rims. And again, BMX, different thing, but I've tacoed rims. I've I've uh, turned head tubes into oval, completely destroying frames, all that stuff. Yep, yep. And uh, so it's uh, it's just a donation bike now. Donate it back to them, and they can either fix it up or scrap it. One of the two. Right. So, what are your uh, you're looking to get back into racing here? And you're going to race this week. So, are you looking to do carpet only, or are you going to look to do a little bit of dirt? Or I'll pretty much race on anything that's available. Yeah, that's I've, what I'm doing too. When I race, I don't I don't care what I'm racing on. If it's racing, I'll do it. I've raced pretty much everything that can be raced, so as far as RC goes. So Yeah. I, I don't I don't care if the track is blown out, dry slick. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. What's your favorite class? Something. Um buggy class, obviously. Yeah. I'd cool. like to see truck I'd like to see Tinsdale truck get mod truck get back going. I think it is. Because that is a fun class. I think it is. Like I said, I'm trying. So if the tracks stay closed any longer than next week, which a, it's looking like it will. Yeah, I, I could see another two weeks of for sure being closed. Yeah, I'm going to um, be bored. And then they might lessen things up, yeah. I, I have a couple options I've already listed on here a few times, but it's either get a, another, a stadium truck, get a B6 so Joe 3 can have one of my old ones, 
or get a couple of mini tees that we can build a cool home track and race around in the basement. That new mini tee is a slick little car. It is. I'm really surprised with it. It's um, You were around when the first one came out. Yes. Um, yes. That one, you had to hop that thing up the moment you got it. And this new one, it's a, oh, li- yeah. it's a little cheap, but you don't need to really hop it up. No. No, it's a runner right out of the box. And, and much better quality than the old one. Yeah. Um, Alex Sturgeon is going to be doing something with him at the Spring Champs, is what he's been talking, if the Spring Champs happen. Right. I really hope it does because our Airbnb is paid for. I'm sure we can get some money back on it, but I don't know, man. Well, I'm, I think... I might. I don't know if I seen this, so don't quote me. But I'm pretty sure I seen where they canceled their spring oval race. Yeah, that was or postponed it. I should say. Wait, the spring oval race was that a week before, or a week after the spring champs? As because uh, the spring champs is a weekend, uh, April 25th. So, hopefully, yeah, I, w- I wanted to go do the oval race. I wanna, I wanna get into oval so bad. And that was another thing I was thinking about doing, like get a new B6.2 and make one of my B6.1s into a street stalker. Yep. Uh, yep. I've done, done some old racing too, so that's yeah. that's been pretty fun. I had a B4 laying around that I was going to make into a street stock car, but I gave it to the neighbor kid last week because, I mean, he's going to have a yeah, whole lot cool more Yeah, cool deal fun. I heard about that. So. Yeah, and uh, we had a listener give us a servo and a ESC for them. It was supposed to be in the mail today, but our um, our mail lady is a very nice lady, but she's incredibly lazy. Someday she just doesn't like getting out of her truck. Yeah. So yeah. she'll hold it for the next day, which is yeah, very frustrating when you're in the RC hobby, when you're waiting on parts. It's like you're waiting for that. That next thing, yeah. Yeah, you see yeah, it's out you, for delivery. <laughs> yep. When you said that, I went and looked through all my old stuff. I thought, well, maybe I got a bunch of arms or something laying around because I've, I've had all associated cars my whole life. So Yeah, same here. And sen- well, Senior gave it to me to make into a street stock, and I'm like, yeah, I'd rather give it to this kid. I call Senior up. I'm like, hey, do you care if I give this car to the kid? He's like, I forgot you even had the thing. Go ahead. It's like, sweet. Yep, so. that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to maybe try to get one or two more phone calls in here before we sign off. Uh, we the whole episode's actually gone an hour and a half so far. I'm kind of surprised. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, any anything else you'd like to talk about or share? Oh, just I look forward to racing around here this summer. Um, checking out all the tracks that. Uh, you know, I used to I used to go up to the TCHR with me and John used to ride up. Right, I, I remember that. We'd go up there and run, and obviously race down here. And and it, it was interesting when I first moved up here. There wasn't too many options of uh, of racing, but now there. I mean, that's years ago. I moved up here originally in '96. Yep. And uh, now there's tons of different things going on so that's cool yeah back in 96 it was a little crappy track in new brighton called trackside that uh, man that well, was what's funny is is i i had gone to uh i've moved up here and uh i'm like i still had my stuff 
And I'm like, well, I want to do some racing. So I went over to RC Car Kings. I'm like, where do they race off-road around here? And there's like, well, there's I think they mentioned someplace down in Rochester or something like that. Okay. And I'm like, well, that's I'm looking for something right around here because I'm working all the time. Well, there's nothing here. I'm like, hmm. well, crap. So I sold everything. They're like, he's like, well, there is a a place called Dewey's. They race oh, yeah. twelve scales and stuff like that. Well, I'm like, I hit it still at a twelve scale time. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll go check that out. So waited a day or so, and I drove out there, looked it up in some mall. I walked in there. You know, he's in there. They're just about ready to close. Yeah. And uh, looking around, I seen had the track in there, and I grabbed a magazine. And to him, I'm like, when you guys race? He goes, well, I'm closing. Yeah. He goes, oh, okay. And I go, well, I know it's, you know, about the mall's about to close tonight. But when he goes, no, no, you're my last customer. I'm closing. This is my last day in business. Oh, damn. So that, no, that must have been a night. Well, eh, 96, 97. Cause I 96, had my, 97. Yeah. It's uh, in that area. I had my permit yep. when he closed. So it must have it been, been 97. 97 at that time. Yeah. Yeah, because I, dude, it, he's like, yeah, I want to go back to school, all that. It's like, oh, man, because we had a lot of fun, and I just started figuring out how to drive a Mod 12 scale properly without dumping in eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, people today won't understand that one. So. No, they won't. I mean, Josh Cyril, he's, he's been talking, he he screams at the top of his lungs. He's like, Hey, let's put in a 2,400 milliamp lipo in and eh, no one else is interested. <laughs> no, no, they just going, going backwards. Probably not the, not the thing that's going to attract people in today's world. So for sure not. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna let you fly here and then, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. All right, cool. Cool. We'll, uh, talk to you later. Bye. Yep, have a good one. All right, all right, guys. That was John Bolton. He's been racing, like you said, in the area since basically the '90s. So we're gonna pause here. Maybe get another phone call or two. We're at an hour and a half. I've all paused it too soon. I've also been looking for a 22 millimeter button head screw for my truggy. I only have 20s, so. Yeah, I've been wrenching while I've been doing this podcast, so. All right, let's try to make another phone call here. All right, we're back with Sean Janung. How's it going tonight, Sean? It is going fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. We're about an hour and a half into this experimental podcast where I'm just calling RC friends and whatnot. Awesome. It's uh, that sounds like an absolute trip to to try to do. Yeah, it's different because uh, usually it's like Ryan and I talk for an hour and a half, and sometimes we have a guest on for twenty minutes. But it, it's just me tonight. Ryan's in bed; he has to do overtime with his crane work tomorrow, and so yeah. So you are a teammate of mine at DRC Racing here. That is correct. Yeah, you just got promoted up on the team. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you very much. I was I was very shocked. Uh, it was a very humbling uh, move. Yeah. I, I've noticed, I haven't watched yet, but I also noticed that you do um, some Facebook Live videos that are getting pretty popular lately. Yeah, I do them on my, my actual Facebook page, um, Sean Janong. Um, 
but uh, I do it under RC Fun Time, which is also a page, and I transfer them over there once I'm finished. Uh, as soon as as soon as I get a few more followers, I'll probably start doing them actually on the RC Fun Time page. But uh, as of right now, I got more on my personal page. Okay. Okay. Um, so, how did you get in the hobby of RC? Um, three years ago, um, my son, uh, who has ADHD, uh, we were looking for something to help along with the medications because we all know medications work, but medications only go so far. Um, they only do so much. So I started looking around for things to help with attention spans and stuff like that. And some friends yep. got me interested in, in RC racing. Yep. So got a few cars, got some, uh, some SC10s. And we started racing oval. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I noticed <clears throat> right off the bat is his mom and I uh, were really big into Stranger Danger. Well, we almost went overboard because he didn't want to talk to anybody. Oh. And he was at that age. He was at that age that we really needed him to start actually starting to be more, uh, be out in the world more, and actually starting to learn to to talk right. with people. Well, I and I'll tell you what. Uh, sorry, I, I was going to say, I think that's a aspect of ADHD also. My son is also very heavily ADHD in the same thing. And it's like people he knows tries to talk to him and he shies away and gets like closer to my hip type situation. I think they have a weird shy. I think that's part of ADHD. They have a weird shyness to him and they kind of need to open up a little bit. Yep. I agree. Um, and, and of course us doing the stranger danger didn't help any at all Yeah, either. But, uh, I noticed that the, the, the community in the RC world is, is, is like a huge family. Right. And it was very apparent because there was several guys that once they found out the reasons why we we're doing this really opened up to them and helped them get past that. And right. it was absolutely amazing to see the transformation. Um, the, the ADHD with the attention, got considerably better and i and i i thank rc for a lot of that i mean the 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 entire group the the sport the hobby whatever you want to call it really helped him along right for sure um my son at the track he's making a lot of new friends and all that and he's having a great time while he's at the track but it seems like once we get home he throws he like compartmentalizes that part of the day and he like almost reverts back a little bit it almost seems like yeah yeah um william was the same way uh i tried getting him more involved with the maintenance of the cars yep. he liked to do it but uh he was still at that age back then that he loved tearing them apart but then once he got them tore apart putting them back together that was <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a different story for sure for sure I'm getting uh, one of Joe 3's uh, friends into racing here pretty quick, so hopefully they'll get him into the wrenching side more. Yep. He's o he's only eight, but that's when I started wrenching. my Like, I started racing when I was six, but I started wrenching at the age of eight, just doing little things. And I'm trying to get him doing little things also. And, yeah, man, it's it's tough sometimes. He just wants to put the car down and drive. I, I've noticed we once we got going, he also wanted to open it up uh, to other kids. Uh, we, so we started a, a team called Just for Fun. Okay. And we invited other kids in uh, along with their parents. And uh, 
I would say 75% of them had some sort of ADHD as well. But uh, once he started doing that, uh, there was a bunch of them that <clears throat> their, their, their parents didn't necessarily want them working on their cars. Okay. So they would come over and stay at our pits and all the kids would talk. And then I would say, okay, let's, uh, so, you know, so-and-so, why don't you do the tires this time? And they'd do the tires. They'd clean the tires, get them all ready to go. And, uh, you know, I'd be like, okay, you know, this time, why don't you take the body off and, and let's learn how to undo the, the battery. And I was, I was letting them do that, you know, and sometimes their parents wouldn't do it. And then their parents would come around and find it, find out what they're doing. And they're okay. like, well, you're going to help. Come on, come on back over here and help me. <laughs> yeah. How old is so, uh, your son? If you don't mind me asking. He's 15 now. Uh, so he was okay. 12 when he originally started. Yeah. Um, I've. I've had, well, I I don't think ADD is still a thing anymore. I think it's all ADHD and classified under different things. Mm -hmm. But I was ADD when I was a kid, and racing helped me immensely. It's it's like almost like at race days were one of the situations to where I could not necessarily be off my medication, but if I was off my medication, I was okay. He, he was very close to that. Um, when the race was going on, he was fantastic. But as soon as he stepped off the driver's stand, you could tell he didn't take his meds. Right. The, I know what you the, mean. The, the, the driver's stand was like, a, was like a med in itself. I mean, as soon as he walked up on that stand, he was a different person. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that was, that was concentrating on, on his car, and he <laughs> knew his car. Yeah, uh, he emulated uh, uh, Mike Murphy Jr. Uh, Mike Murphy. I don't know if you're familiar with him in the I'm overworld. Not. No, I'm not. He, uh, he went down to the Chili Bowl, which is our biggest race uh, in Oval. Okay. Last year, uh, not this year, last year, and, and people knew him, but he wasn't a, a big name. And he entered three classes and won two of the classes. He won uh, late model, one tenth late model, and SC uh, mod open, and probably could have very easily won sprint car as well so wow sprint car is the class i love it i just started it um and i absolutely love it i i was just saying to the last caller i really want to get back into some kind of oval but it's i got a million other things going on so are you guys strictly oval or do you guys do anything else um, the track that I that I'm at uh, that I help promote is Island Speedway in Muscatine, Iowa. Okay. Um, they just moved to a new facility, and we opened up the the dirt oval. It's a higher by dirt oval. Okay. They used to do carpet oval. Well, they also do carpet on road and carpet off road. And the facility that we got is big enough that they can have both of them uh, permanently set up, and they can actually run all three class or all three types of racing at the same time that's so cool. it's a big facility i have to make my way down there i'm in i'm just north of minneapolis so i think i did the google maps once and i'm within four hours i believe um to muscatine iowa from from minneapolis is roughly about six and a half. Oh, really oh yes I, I i do quite a bit of, tra of travel up there i used to uh, i Side job is uh, I work for Safety Safari and NHRA. And oh, okay. I go up to Brainerd, Minnesota quite a bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Still worth the drive, though, if it's a good facility. It is. It's uh, 
they have half of the carpet done and they've been switching back and forth between the on-road and off-road um they're starting the second half of it right now um they just had a big gone bananas race there i and, heard uh, i yeah. wanted to make it i just i had some something else going on that weekend um and they have two more scheduled i don't know the the second one is going to be right around <clears throat> i think iowa is kind of quarantined a little bit until the 8th or 13th or something like that of next month so well everywhere is kind of quarantined right now i mean yeah I don't know. unfortunately i think tony bacon's still trying to do his race yep uh so um, we we're 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 looking forward to having a couple more big races i know that uh, zach and uh, richard are going to try to get down for one of the on-road races so that might be something that could be an interesting one to come down and see because uh i i I'm looking forward to meeting both of them. Yeah, I want to meet them both face-to-face. -face. I actually want to bring a, a mobile mat with me, and I want to roll with Zach. Zach, <laughs> Zach does a little Zach bit of jiu-jitsu. Uh, I've never done jiu-jitsu. Um, the other thing that my son and I did with uh, with his ADHD, the very first thing we did was uh, taekwondo. Yes, martial arts are huge. Yes. The, the teaching of the respect... And the, the self-control is an amazing, that, that is, uh, it, it just got a little, <laughs> as expensive as, uh, as RC is, it, it was getting a little too expensive for the family to, to do all of us in the Taekwondo, especially as we started ranking up. I get it. Um, with, so at my gym, I go to, it's a full on, it's a full-service gym, let's say. So we do Muay Thai kickboxing, we do jiu-jitsu, we do a little boxing, a little judo, all that stuff. I got sick of paying my monthly payment and my daughter's and my son's. So I bit the bullet and I did a um, lifetime membership, which was very expensive. But that helped out a lot when, you know, my other kids are in it and... It helps them, like, it helps them both in way different ways. So, like, my son, it helps him focus, and my daughter, it helps her with, like, problem-solving type situations. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Um, and more self-confidence, too. Um, it, it's amazing what uh, martial arts can do, uh, any of them. Right, right. So... Uh, the indoor season's almost over in uh, Iowa. Are you guys planning on having a summer schedule at Island Speedway? Yep. Um, because the fact that uh, we moved, made the move uh, during the winter months, uh, most of the, the on-road and off-road didn't get to uh, participate. They just literally, probably within the last month, opened that side up. Okay. So <laughs> they're really missing it now. They got going in it. Now they got shut down again. So they will be doing a, a, at least a once a month uh, type of trophy race um, for both of those. And they're looking at a uh, trophy race or excuse me, a points series uh, at least once a month on the oval side. Well, that sounds but, like a lot uh, of fun. But most of most of the stuff down here now will be switching outdoors, probably like like you guys. Right. And uh, TBRL is shutting down. They are tearing down the mall that that is in. Oh, wow. I think at the end of April they're looking. So, I mean, that happens. We we used to go to a track. 
in Iowa, in Des Moines, that was in a mall. I fr- uh, Blue Groove Hobbies was out of it. Yes. Yes. And I used to go down there monthly, and I loved it, but they ended up tearing out the mall, and they switched to another spot, and rent was too much. It happens. It's hard to find cheap enough rent to do this. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I worked for, or kind of helped out on another one in Moline for a little while, and unfortunately, he's he's still going, but uh, he's he's having a hard time because they jacked his rent up tremendously. It's it's not it's I don't know how he's doing it in all honesty. Right, right. Um. So, what else do I have for you? Oh, I'm getting tired. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we we've been going for about totally an hour forty five so far. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, one of these fun. nights, one of these nights, I got to get you to come on to RC Fun Time as well. Oh yeah, anytime. And I I want I want I want you to do a full podcast with us also because I don't know if you've heard a normal episode of ran out of talent but i I normally have a co-host and all that but he's working overtime and he's (laughs) he's in bed i have a feeling i'm gonna be working overtime here soon myself Uh, we've been considered one of the necessary places that has to stay open because we make um parts for striker medical okay and stuff is off the hook lately so Oh yeah, I I use the stuff, so I, I I'm a firefighter paramedic. Uh, oh yeah, so you use uh, the gurneys and stuff. Yep, we don't we don't, uh, but uh, the the ambulance service that we use does. Right, right, okay. Um, before I let you go here, um, any uh, do you have any sponsors or people you'd like to uh, thank before we get going here? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Great, thank you for the opportunity. Um. Uh, obviously Zach Donathan with DRC. Um, I tell you what, you know, you know them, but, uh, for oh, yeah. those who don't, you want to talk about a great family to, to be a part of, uh, between him and Richard, uh, they'll help you out with whatever you need, uh, let alone the, the, the products that he uses and sells, uh, the, the charging cords are amazing. Um, I've tried, I've had people try to break them and they can't yeah. do it. They're that good. Um, he, I still, I still want to have him make me a six foot one so people can jump rope with it because he right. joked around about having it as a jump rope at one time. <laughs> For sure, but uh, everything with them is is fantastic. I love being a part of DRC. Papa Willie's and Scooter Allison. Um, I was at the Chili Bowl three two years ago, and uh, he called me up or sent me a message and asked me if I'd be interested in being on the team, and I was. I was in awe, you know, how, how can you tell that gentleman? No, he's, he's another great uh, owner and I love being part of his team. Well, he cares um, and he, he puts, he puts the effort into his products. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he won't put anything out that he doesn't, doesn't think is going to do it. Everything he does, he researches and, and well, he, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. A, well, a lot of people, I, I don't feel like I'm talking out of school saying this now, but I know that um, we had a couple guys up here testing uh, sensor wires for about six months before he even decided to release them. Yep. Because he was looking for, like, weaknesses and whatnot. Yep. So. Um, MKS servos, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with them. For Talk sure. Talk about some of the most amazing servos out there. Super smooth, super fast. Um, you can't ask for any more speed out of them. Super, super tough. Uh, 
uh, just an example, a friend of mine used to go through maybe two to three servos a year. Uh, doesn't matter what type they were. Um, he used multiple different types. Uh, he bought, on, after me telling him about them, he bought an MKS, and he still has yet to have to get a new servo, and it's been a year and a half. So that, that alone speaks tons. That's um, awesome. Uh, Extreme Bodies by JB makes my bodies for my SC mods. Um, great gentleman. I've been with him since the start of his uh, journey, and he's been with me since the start of my journey. A gentleman from up in Minnesota, um, Justin Peterson out of Red uh, Redwood Falls, Minnesota. Okay. Uh, he makes uh, bumpers for cars, all kinds of different bumpers. Um, again, he's been with me since the beginning, and I've been with him since the beginning. In fact, one of these days, I'm going to be heading up that way to, this, to have him work on some stuff for me. That's awesome. Um, JP Custom Designs. He also does other stuff. Uh, check him out, Justin Peterson um, from Redwood Falls. Will do, will do. All right. You um, know, oh, go ahead. Uh, one more. Uh, actually, I got a couple more, but I'm going to go with one more. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Graphics. Um, you want to talk about a great, great company. Uh, John, John Wayne Thornton is one of the designers. Uh, Bill Hewing is the owner and also a designer. Those guys knock it out of the park every single time. So well, if you're looking awesome. at them, they're out of uh, Biggsville, Illinois cool yeah for sure so um yeah like i said one of these episodes i'm gonna have to have you on for a full episode but again tonight was just a couple phone calls and i forgot i still have one more phone call to make so <laughs> not a problem i thank you for your for allowing me to to be a part of it no problem it is a lot of fun we'll talk to you later as i always say on mine peace and god bless yeah you too bye bye-bye all right, that was Sean. He is one of my teammates on Donathan. He is really, I mean, people think people think I'm a brand ambassador, which I am. I try to do my best. He really is. So, all right, I'm going to try to do one more phone call. I hope it's I hope it's not too late, but man, I want to get this guy on the podcast. He's a friend and a fellow racer at the mnrc so let's see here we're calling here yeah this is why i pause because that ringing noise that facebook has sucks it's ringing i'll tell you what though other podcasters out there i've been liking facebook messenger hello hey nick you're on the air how's it going good how are you I'm doing well. Um, so everybody, this is Nick Gabrielson. Um, he's a Brainerd Lakes area racer, and yeah, he's uh, he had a little rough. He's been having a little rough go of it. He busted his leg and his knee up in the Duluth race. I never. I'm actually calling to see how that's all going. How's the rehab going? Oh, slow. Like very, very slow. Um, I knew you were going to bring that up <laughs> right away. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I did something to my leg that, uh, I actually didn't even think was possible. I mean, I've heard of people doing compound fractures and stuff where, you know, the nasty part of it is your bones hanging out of your leg, but right. I never got that. And, uh, mine was, um, on a scale of one to 10, it was a 10. Um, they said it was 
it was uh, extremely severe in the aspect that the top of my tibia, the, they call it a tibia plateau fracture. Yeah. And typically a tibia plateau fracture is the top of your knuckle. Right. Where it just kind of like, you know, fractures right there. It's just a hairline fracture. So you can kind of just see a line where right below the knuckle. Mine, it was like you literally took a piece of, uh, not a piece, but a, a firecracker, stuck it in a rock, lit it, and watched it just explode. Jeez. Yeah, so so the top of my knuckle is was in six pieces of my tibia, and I've got two titanium plates and 12 screws wow. holding everything together. That's crazy. Um, and it has not been the same since. <laughs> no, it's going to be a long time, if ever. But uh, we're, yeah. I, I was wondering, though, because we were talking at the last MNRC round, you are saying around February you were expecting to kind of be walking normally again. Is that happening yet? Walking, yes. Normal, no. <laughs> uh, wa- walking, yes. I am, I am able to uh, bear full weight on it. Um, I, I can stand on that leg uh, by itself. Um, I am not allowed to run at all, which okay. sucks because I need to lose weight. And I have the treadmill down the basement, bought that before, you know, during the MNRC se- season. You know, I actually made a plan, you know, like this winter, I'm going to do something. Right. And yeah, that put the kibosh to that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's still stiff. It's still sore, and uh, it still swe- swells up. Like when I wake up in the morning, it looks normal, and then as the day progresses and me walking on it and everything, um, it it starts swelling up and basically looks like a softball bat at the end of the day. Okay, so, so let's. Uh, hopefully, that gets keeps healing at least. Uh, let's get into yeah. something a little more positive. Um, what are your uh, racing plans for the rest of the winter slash spring and then summer? Uh, for the rest of the winter, um, I've been hoping to get to the 510. I bought my son a, uh, a PR um, 401 RT mini truggy. We were hoping to get down to the 510 and okay. run some clay. And I got myself one. Um, if I can get down... This weekend would have been perfect, but my RC room is an absolute mess that I've been neglecting and started getting to. And then, you know, life happens where I had to change out a fuel injector in my car. Yep. Uh, this, this week, my uh, dishwasher uh, supply line decided to blow. So brand new floors in my house and I have to tear those out. Oh, no. Yeah. We're in the process of putting everything back together right now. But, okay. Yeah, we... Uh, uh, we had a dishwasher actually the plumbing started taking a crap on it It wasn't draining all that so with tax money and the wife got a little bit of a bonus we just replaced every appliance in the whole house yeah it's honestly the way to do it if you can do it that way it just makes life so much easier yeah that's one of those once every 10 years we add the cash to do it so we just did it that way right um as far as that's my plan for the rest of the winter, if I can get to five ten and finish finish my truggy build, his truggy's ready to go. I just need to throw a crappy paint job on the body and, and toss some tires on it. His is ready to go. I'll tell you what, um, I've, I've been doing crappy paint jobs. Paint jobs. Ooh, that was that's well, yours crappy. Yours is, I've seen your paint jobs; they're not that bad. 
But I've been using Tamaya colors, and that makes a crappy paint job look really good. Tamaya has some really unique colors out there. Yeah, and I, I mean, I like the way yours yours has been. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I hate the Miami Dolphins, but that paint, <laughs> color, that paint scheme is awesome. I know. I, I, I thought about it. And I was talking to the wife. It's like, she, I really like that. Um, they call it a cobalt green. I'm like, I really like that green. And I like the white. Should I change the stripe to pink or yellow? She's like, no. She's like, if you like it, just leave it. F everybody. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's right. So, Can't make everybody happy. Might as well make yourself happy. Right, for sure. Um, um, so are you planning on running any nitro this summer? I am. Um, my classes might be getting cut down a little bit. Okay. Reese has been uh, bugging me to uh, run nitro. Uh, since the end of last season, he's like, Dad, I want to run Nitro. I'm like, I don't know if you're ready for Nitro, but it's a whole different throttle curve. It's a, yeah, you, know, you can't do certain things. He's like, I don't care. I want to run Nitro. So <laughs> I let him run my, my buggy, uh, my truggy, you know, I let him run my truggy in the yard for uh, a couple hours, actually. Okay. And uh, he got used to it. You know, I put up a jump in the yard so he could get used to that and, and how it handles in the air. And, um, driving around trees and whatnot, but he really liked it. And I'm like, why do you like this so much? He's like the sound, <laughs> the smell, the, you right. know, there's just, some you about know, a nitro cool. vehicle. Yeah. Who did? I said, there's something about a nitro vehicle that just, yeah. it's so much more fun and, and it doesn't make, cause there's so much more maintenance and a motor costs so much money and all that crap, and you have to plan on getting fuel. You you have to plan with a bunch of other RC racers to get fuel, or fuel becomes unaffordable. Right. But yeah. And all that nitro is so much fun. Yeah. I don't know. I've always loved nitro. I mean, my first nitro car was a was a Revo three point three, and uh, actually the first time I I actually ran it was out at uh over in uh, at loose nuts over at tim's track and yep i remember uh, that i ran it after the races were over and realized god i am horrible but it hooked me right away and reese was up on the stand saying dad you're doing it you're doing it i'm like yeah but i'm not very good (laughs) um i I remember one of the first times you're at the track you had the revo and you had a rtr uh lozy truggy yeah yep yeah, the Lozy Truggy, I actually got pretty, at least decent for my skill um, with that Lozy Truggy. Got that pretty well dialed in. Uh, Rex Welsh helped me out a lot with setup. Um, That's cool. I think uh, Kendall was still sponsored or just switched to Kyosho at that time. Oh, uh, no, Kendall, Kendall went from Kyosho to Lozy to Associated, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so it was probably around the end of his, his Lozy run. Um, but yeah, that, that Lozy RTR, I had it, I had the original gas motor in it and, uh, swapped everything out and bought the nitro motor, uh, gas tanks, uh, swapped out all the fuel lines, um, had to junk the CDI box for the, for the, uh, for the gas motor that was in it, but it was interesting. I mean, I like tinkering and stuff like that and modifying and that crazy stuff so so but now, that's that, that comes with my my job 
Like I'm a yeah. I'm a manager and a machinist, a night shift manager at a machine shop. So okay, okay. I get to toy around every now and then. Uh, I I work at a metal stamping shop, but we do a little machining. If the COVID quarantine stops soon, at the very end of April, I'm going to Chicago to learn a little more about CAD systems, so I can um, start doing um, quotes and stuff like that. Well, there you go. CAD systems are fun. Yeah, I heard I, uh, that. I toy around a little bit with uh, SolidWorks, uh, AutoCAD, um, what is there, EdgeCam, and uh, I'm getting a little bit into Gibbs now. Okay. So. Okay, cool. All right, well, um, are you still running with SOAR, or are you going to make a change for 2020? I am still running with SOAR. Uh, I've been very impressed with their vehicles. Their durability is um, right up there with, with everyone else's. I was a little hesitant about it, but coming from what I was running uh, the year before, I'm very happy with the change. Um, they had, speaking of uh, my program for next year, Reese is wanting to still run that mini truggy and I and get in a nitro. So I got him a nitro buggy for Christmas and uh, ended up getting myself a brand new TD1R 1.2. Um, which is a completely different, uh, not completely different, but uh, geometries are different on it. The chassis is a little bit longer uh, for the buggy and uh, just handles a lot better. Um, weight bias is a little bit different. So I still have to build that yet. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I, I've been wrenching all. I mean, since we've been quarantined and the gym's been shut down, I've been wrenching yep. constantly. I've been getting yeah. I've been getting so much stuff done that I think right now my cars will be the best they've ever been and it's just all gonna be downhill from not <laughs> I, I still well, have yeah, to... you're, Oh go ahead. You're you're doing the uh I heard you were gonna do the announcing now. Uh, um Yeah. Computer, computer and everything. Yeah. Which kinda of bummed me out a little bit. I was kinda of hoping to learn that, like learn how to do it myself. But it bums me out a little bit to have to do it but i do enjoy doing it or i wouldn't have jumped on the opportunity right i sat on it for 24 hours and then i'm like i, I know what i'm doing i really do i i don't want to toot my own horn but i'm one of the better, no. one of the better guys out there to do it so it's just like all right it took a long time to find kp and get him doing the job he does and it right it's like i'm kind of Instead of going through more growing pains, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to do it and maybe yeah. train somebody else in, in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. No, the first, uh, first year I was running, you were announcing and, and running the computer. And yeah. Yeah. It was, a uh, it was definitely different after you weren't. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, the, there were a couple of, uh, a year and a half of uh, growing pains, but then Kyle Prasky came into his own. But you know he's got to take his education seriously, and right, yeah, that uh, definitely comes first. It's something that I pushed with my children and saying, "You want to do this? I want to see the grades." And right, yeah. You know, so yeah, but yeah, again, and I had to do that for my job too. So yeah, go I... back to school and so I can do what I'm doing. Right. Again, though, so Joe 3 has uh, a scale buggy. always has. It's a Techno EV. It's the point three, the electric one. Okay. Yep. 
and I'm thinking maybe this summer I'm going to bring him out to Ricks and get him racing there. And if he starts doing well in the sportsman class, this might be my one and only season back announcing. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> Because if, right. he, if he gets doing well and then it's like, all right, well, you know, Duluth. And, uh, it'd be so fun to bring him around, buy a big camper and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I've been looking definitely... at, uh, during this whole quarantine thing, it's so hard not buying a brand new Dodge Ram. No, I hear you. Yeah, I've been looking at new vehicles myself and it's like, I'm bored. Yeah, <laughs> once I've doing, I've got enough projects at home here to do. But exactly, but zero yeah. percent finance. The, the auto finance dropped down to zero percent. That's crazy. It is, and then I've been seeing new Dodge Rams. You know, V8, Hemi's, um, Crew Cab, all that stuff, for only like thirty-two thousand dollars. Right. It's like that's actually really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> With zero percent financing, like yeah. Um, I was talking to um, I don't think you know him, Jamie Johner. He's more of a carpet off road guy. I've heard of him. Yeah, he I bought, don't know him, but I've heard of him. He bought his truck between Christmas and New Year's, <laughs> and it's a fifty-two thousand dollar truck. I think he paid thirty-six for it. Some really good deals going on yeah, right now. So you, you find them exactly. Just got to hit it at the right time. I'm not. I shouldn't buy a truck, but it's like so tempting. I, I, I'm pretty safe at work right now, but I got to make sure I'm safe, safe. Like our right. So, anyway, um, all right. Well, hey, I'm gonna let you fly here. I'm gonna end this because we're going on two hours here. All right. <laughs> it's well, been a long one. Well, we're at two hours five minutes. I haven't looked at the recorder in a while. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like actually. I listen to your episodes every single time they come out. So awesome, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, uh, passes right. the time while I'm delivering my newspapers for my second job. <laughs> yeah, that that does do that. And I'm looking at a second job besides announcing myself here soon. It depends on what the corn. Uh, it's going to be a couple week thing if it's anything. Um, right. I, I have a friend that needs some deburring help at his place. Okay. And I'm believe it or not. To burning, there's a lot of people don't know it. It's very simple, but you can screw up really bad and rust parts. And I'm pretty, right. I'm pretty decent at it, so I'll go yep. over there and work for some cash. There you go. So anything to put a little bit extra in your pocket for racing, right? Exactly, and that's exactly where it goes. I, I like to lie to myself and be like, "Oh, I'll pay down my credit card, all that." No, it, it's going right into RC every time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yeah. All right. Um, is there any sponsors or anything you'd like to thank? Or uh, I'd like to thank AKA for their tire deal uh, that they've they given me. It's my second or third year running with them. And I've had some really good luck with their tires. Um, sore, obviously, for the opportunity that they've given me. I uh, can't say enough um, good things about their vehicles. Uh, their, their cars are amazing. The durability is insane. The adjustability is far beyond what I've ever driven before. So, and the design for their, their front end uh, pillow uh, ball setup is kind of innovative too. So I really like it. Yeah. It's a little bit different, and 
I like being a little bit different. Awesome, <laughs> so. awesome. All right, well, yeah. we're going to end her right here. Um, I'm Joser Jr., and ending the episode with me was Nick Gabrielson, and we've ran out of talent.